Hi, and welcome to the Cricket Shepparton Show. This is part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening around Cricket Shepparton. This show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the summer season on 1FM Shepparton Radio. So let's have a listen to see what's happening on the Cricket Shepparton Cricket Pitches this week. 1FM 98.5 live and local sport, and that is the theme, of course, for the Shepparton Cricket Program. Can't wait for it to start. It starts today. A beautiful weather for it, like sunny 18 degrees, as I welcome for the uh, late spring and summer months for the cricket season, your host, Paul Digger-Chikarico. How going, Paul? Oh, I'm very well. Thanks, Statsman. Fantastic to be here on a Saturday morning. It's... Uh Amazing how quickly it rolls around after what we would consider a pretty long off-season with footy. And I might just uh, pay homage to the boys of the 98.51 FM call team who did a magnificent job throughout the months of March right through, obviously, to finals month September. In particular, Jason Welsh, who avails this time for us um, on a Saturday morning and gives us the opportunity at Cricket Shepparton to uh, talk all things cricket. So big thank you to you, JW. I know he'll be uh, he'll be listening in because I only just rang him a few moments ago to get into the studios of 1FM. I needed the code statsy, so oh, right. I was left stranded, but that's okay. I was and actually wondering about that. I thought maybe you did have it, but anyway. No, no, it's all good. We'll move on, and uh, that's perfectly fine. We, we got in here nonetheless. Uh, and also a big thank you to you, Statsman, for the amazing work you did in the footy season. And, of course, and then you roll around into cricket season, um, like myself, and you give, but you give up a whole lot more of your time. From, and I literally uh, roll as well, if you ever see me walking yeah. down Windham Street. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, no, all good, mate. So uh, I know that you do a pair of work here at 1FM, so we certainly appreciate it. And to all the boys, I know um, a big shout-out to Kyle Hollywood Power, Father Jackson, um, Jack Brophy, and uh, and the rest of the crew at 1FM um, throughout the footy season. Oscar Jacelli as well, who yeah, the uh, big o, made he, his debut during this year. He and, did, and he's And a, big numbers... Uh, Listening-wise on the internet streams we as that, well. Which is uh, successful for the station. And uh, bodes well for season 2024 when it rolls out, uh, rolls around. But the whites have been dusted off and uh, the spikes are out of the cupboard. We know that lots of clubs have been putting in a power of work, um, some more than others, but uh, we won't name names and all that sort of thing. But uh, congratulations to Shep United Cricket Club in particular for getting um, the opportunity to play on their ground at Princess Park stats uh, 12 months ago while well, we were inundated with water and we, there's a, there's a, it's been a fair bit of rain this week as well um, and made a few sides a little bit nervous. Not all games will be played today. We'll roll through which um, games are being played and which ones aren't uh, in a moment. But it's fabulous to see cricket on that ground again. It's a picturesque ground at Princess Park. We know when we call footy there, it's a great place to be. So it's... Um, very good indeed for Sheffield United Cricket Club to get back and be playing cricket on their home ground. Um, this, as I said, twelve months ago, they were using Central Park as an interim ground um, to play their cricket. So it's it's great to see. And we wish Sheffield uh, United Cricket Club and all those clubs who are, I guess affected by the water last year back on their grounds again. Without further ado, we've got the president and well, the first lady of cricket, Shepparton, um, and for the very first time. Uh, in the studios of 1FM. A massive welcome to you, Narelle Claney. Thanks for joining us on this Saturday morning. You must be pumped to see cricket uh, back in uh, action on a Saturday afternoon in October uh, and not in November. How are you going? How's your week been? And how's the off-season been? It must be, um, I guess, a little bit stress-free now to get the cricket back up and going again. Yeah, for me, 
the hard work hopefully will start to pay off. We've had a lot of changes happening with Cricket Shepparton and with cricket in general. There's been a lot for different ones to get their heads around, to get things organised um, off-field. So hopefully we're all guns blazing now. And as you said, it is so good to see SYC back on their ground. Where it sat last year was absolutely devastating. And for this year, for him to that power of work to get it back on field, that's just tremendous. Um, there's that's one thing with cricket; it's all of the work that's done off the field that enables the players to do their bit on the field. Absolutely, and it's it's, it's a team game cricket, as you know. Like you can um, have a couple of standout efforts, but it's a contribution from all. And I reckon uh, you must be feeling the same sort of gratitude towards. Um, the people that have been working with you uh, and making your... I mean, this is your first crack at being president of um, a league, yeah. I assume. Yep. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First so, time league. Um, yeah. So you're getting the help from from previous members and, and current um, board members as well to make the, I guess, transition from just being a board member to a president um, a whole lot easier. So yeah, well, how does that feel? Yeah, it's been pretty good. Um, we've got a good team there in the board. The actual cricket association, we've got a lot of um, depth, if you want to use cricket terminology. I might be the captain of the team, but there's plenty of good players in the team. And that without that, you don't have a side. And without that, we don't have an association. We've got lots to get through this morning. We'll be talking, hopefully, um, we know that he's busily working this morning as well as uh, wanting to get in contact with us a little bit later on at around quarter to ten when we go to our uh, only break stats man. Uh, Steve DeLitz has also been thrust into the role of Director of Senior Cricket, Narelle. Yes, yeah, Steve's uh, grown he, up. He's gone from juniors yeah, to seniors that's now. That's right. So um, would that role be um, from juniors to seniors? Does it does it change in its mechanisms or it's just now you're going from smaller kids to big kids? Yes, and some might actually say the bigger kids are harder to control than the little kids. So the offside of things, a lot of that will be much the same. So the getting of your draws, the actual setting up the rules, all of those sorts of things, that's all pretty much the same with either role. Um, but some would actually say that the seniors are harder to control than the juniors. Before we get into the bigger issues that are happening in Cricket Shepherd, and I'm sure there's lots that you want to talk about in terms of um, where you see cricket going. And, and, and this season now we're playing one and two days. It's just great to have two-day cricket back. I mean, we, as we said off-air in, uh, in the little room, uh, in the tea room next door, you know, it's great to have two-day cricket back. Where does that leave teams? I've um, got a bit of a breakdown on the season, actually. So the first five games are one days Yep. for first five rounds. And then between rounds six and eight, we go to the two-day format, and that's uh, before Christmas and up until Christmas. And then after Christmas in round uh, nine, uh, that's in January, starting on January 6th. We go one day cricket, round 10's two day, round 11 one day, and then the fourth phase will be the last two rounds of the season, which are two days. Correct. Now, that would be a more familiar uh, cricket shepherd and calendar, wouldn't it, yes. Narelle? Got to think back a few years, oh, whilst we've I got know. a nice, easy start to the season, even though we're missing a few I games, can't... it's an easier start. Stats and Narelle, it's been a while, to be honest. Like, it's at least three or four seasons. We've had... We've been uh, knocked about with COVID for at least two yep. or three seasons. And then, and then just the when we, I was just about to say, and just when we thought we were back on our feet, um, the floods uh, smashed us last year and had to revert back to one-day fixture. Um, people know my thoughts on cricket going forward. I think personally um, more of a, a one-day fixture 
um, in terms of two day for me, but I, I get what uh, all the cricketers are saying. They prefer two-day cricket, think and that's this, perfectly this, fine. This hits the happy medium because you've got seven mm. one-days and six two-days. Yep. I mean, it's the best of both worlds in a way. It is, it is, and there's uh, there's pros and cons in everything that you do. Yep. So um, at the moment, I think it's well worth giving the one- and two-day fixtures a go and, and trying to remember back to 2018, 19, or just before COVID hit that this is a more familiar um, fixture for us. So it'll be good. It, uh, certainly cricketers will find it different. Um, adjusting from that one-day mode to now having to bat for a longer period of time. Not only that, the flip side's the bowlers um, get a second opportunity to bowl, maybe even a third opportunity to bowl in a in an 80-over game. And even just being committed to a two-day game instead of being going from one day and then you, you can sort of skip the next week and then come back in, being committed to that two-day format. Two-week period. Or two-week yep. period, yeah. I won't bring up age, but there's a lot of players out there not – who may not be in your gender, your... I'm used to this this particular season, yes. yeah. Yes, so there's a lot of young ones out there who've been playing seniors for the last... This will be their, might be their third year of proper senior cricket and mm. it's their first opportunity of two, of real two-day cricket. And knuckling down for a longer period of time than... So that's yeah. going to be a great great thing for those young blokes. Absolutely. Let's talk about you, uh, Narelle. You're in here. i um, not sure... When we'll get you back, but uh, look, first, uh, I think it was important to get the president in on the very first show, um, and it's great to have you in there. And firstly, congratulations on on taking on the role as Cricket Shepherd and President. Um, what's your background in cricket? Tell the listeners, because they, they don't know who you are, and uh, this yeah. is an opportunity. We have thousands and thousands of listeners here at 1FM that want to know a what little bit about you and your background. What, you've never followed my playing stats? Oh, come on. I'm, I'm a bit disappointed there. Bats, no. Bat, bowler, what are oh. we? No, a bit of both, all-rounder? I'm an expert scorer. Okay. So that's where my, my talent lies on the cricket field. Anything on this side of knowing what the rule book is and knowing what the stats to put down in the book, that's Fair all enough. good. And you're affiliated with the Caramomas Cricket Club, obviously. Yes, um, that came about because they're the closest one to the home ground. And when the young bloke said, I'm playing cricket, well, that's where we that's went where to. That's where we went, yep. It was as simple as that. And that's your background in cricket, the administrative side of things. Have you been on the board at Cara? Yes, I've been secretary there for quite a while. Okay. Um, been on the board of Cricket Shepparton for about 10 years or so. Um, yeah, we won't say exact dates of how long I've been involved in cricket because that makes me a tad old. Well, the experience is certainly there for all to see. Why did you take on the role as Cricket Shepparton president? How did that... I think I missed that meeting, but all of a sudden I got an email or I got some feedback saying that we've got our first female Cricket Shepparton president and uh, how did that all come about? And Initially, I mean, we can say no, but uh, did you just feel obliged to take on the role? Because we were... Yeah, it wasn't so much an obligation. Um, I take it on as an honour. It's not something that everyone gets the opportunity to do. And it's also not something that everyone's got the life balance where they can take these roles on. Cricket, as we said before, we can't get anything done without the volunteers, without the support mechanisms, whether that's the mum who makes sandwiches for the kids, through to the person who's scoring, through to the guy who's spending hours upon hours rolling the pitch. Without those people, the players don't stand a chance of playing. So I'm in a position where I've hopefully got enough time to actually commit to this role. Um, in the past life, I've been, you know, presidents of schools and presidents of kindergartens and on all those sorts How of How do boards. they differ? 
one could say that sometimes the kids at school are better behaved. No. Mm. Um, <laughs> Has it been stressful for you? I'll um, be honest. Stressful there's been we've had a lot to deal with this season um the board's had a lot of things thrown at it off the field which people wouldn't be aware of that's and it's probably more than what we've had in other seasons would like, one of it be what we were talking about before with um clubs wanting to come into the competition has, yes. that, has that caused and a that's, bit of grief yeah that was something different we had eastern hill mate as many would know eastern hill made a um, proposition to join our league now, that's not a decision that the board or any of the clubs take lightly. It's something that we have to look for the future as to what we're doing, not only for Cricket Shepparton, but our neighbouring competitions. Because at the end of the day, we want kids to play cricket because if you don't have kids playing cricket in 10 years' time, you don't have a senior side. So that's where we've got to focus. We've got a fair bit of work off the field to look at what we're doing with that. We're starting a strategic plan, so all of the people involved with cricket will be able to have their say in that. Those um, That information will be coming out fairly soon and there'll be um, surveys for you to fill in. So we need to get as much data from as many people as what we can because it's half the time the good ideas come from the silent voice, the one you don't hear from. Yeah, I think and feedback's the, important. Yeah, sure. so if we get a broad range of feedback, that'll be fantastic. But there's been a lot happening. With it. Like, it hasn't been all hard work. Some of it's been great. Like, we've started a new sponsorship deal with the Apprenticeship Factory. Can we mention that, Statsman? The Apprenticeship yeah, Factory yeah, is now the new president, new sponsorship, main major, major sponsorship sponsor. of Cricket Shepparton. So, yeah, um, and that's fantastic. And they tie in with us beautifully because a lot of their clients and people who they're working with, be they the businesses, be they the people looking for the apprenticeships, they're playing cricket. How good's that? So it works perfectly. So Narelle, if you're listening in, fantastic. Narelle, can I ask you about the implementation of Player HQ? That's been fun, hasn't it? Um, Play HQ, there's been a lot of work, and I'll give Cricket Vic their kudos. They have done a lot of work in the background there for everyone. The information has been there. Whether or not people have read it mm. and whether or not people have taken the time that's we'll find out, especially in the next 24 hours as we're lodging scores and we're trying to... So 12.30 when they hit the submit button and we go to live scoring, we hope that it all works because we know in the in the footy parlance on the opposite side of it, we get frustrated as a call team when um, footy scores aren't being updated. You'll get some grounds fa fabulous and then some others and it's so frustrating for, for everyone involved. So fingers crossed. Yeah, I know, I know we old students are struggling at the moment. We're still trying to work out the whole uh, mechanisms, Norel, but we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, so I've taken a lot of calls on Play HQ. Because um, it's just a different thing. Because the juniors for the last few years Do have you like had what to self-register. I am liking what I'm seeing. Okay, that's good. Um, so when you're looking at getting data, I was um, discussing stuff with the guys who were doing our strategic plan. And I can pull out figures for exact age groups and how many people we've got in what age group, what gender we've got. All of those stats are available for us, which will help us with where we're going in the future. We've just got to get our clubs on board. It's fairly similar, the operating side of things, is what my cricket was. So that side of things, I think they'll be able to see the familiarity, but it's the seniors having to self-register. So in the next week once we because we're starting with a and b grade this week the next week when we start with our c d and e's that's where i expect another powerhouse of um, registrations to come through 
I'm expecting at least another 200 in the next week to have and, to come and, and through. And phone calls to your mobile, etc. along with it. N- yes. Now, Narelle, just on my cricket, I used to use it as a great resource for the history of Shepparton Cricket. Now, when I went to it the other day, it was all shut down. So is the history being transferred to Player HQ as well? Yeah, so all of the player stats will go across to Play HQ. So that'll be a new um, little app that you'll need to download, Statsman, if you haven't downloaded it already. I will be downloading yeah, it. Yeah, play cricket. You just uh, jump on there and it's it yeah, should have you, everything you if need. If you already had the My Cricket app, it should have updated to the Play HQ app. Yeah, no, I used to go off the computers here at 1FM for My Cricket, so I'll have to... Yeah, so yeah. Play HQ is where you need to be going now. Just back yeah. to you quickly, Narelle, the biggest challenge that you've, uh, that you've come across thus far in your role as president of Cricket Shepparton. Ooh. Is it? Is it? Nothing's been unexpected, apart from the amount of different things that have come our way this season. Um, some of those things you weren't expecting, but yep. at the same time, it's been great. Like I haven't had any real major issues come across. Um, I've always, with cricket, the one thing I've always loved is the social side of the cricket. That's where anyone can be involved in cricket. It's unlike any other sport. It doesn't matter if you're a four-year-old with your plastic bat and plastic ball mm. or whether you're an 85-year-old. You can still be involved in cricket. Um, everyone can have a chance and we meet so many different people with it. It's awesome. Good answer. Um, the landscape now with female first female president, do you think it's with you being the, um, the honcho of the league and being female and the very first time, do you think the landscape's changing now? Is it moving and allowing you know women's cricket to sort of blossom a little bit? Well, I've sat on the board for a while with quite a few different good, great female operatives who've been in and around. So me being, eh, I'm not real good with the whole gender thing. I really am shocking mm. at that. Um, but there has been a great push and it's not just come from me. It's come from the clubs and it's come from people within um, cricket in general. We have got a lot more females interested in cricket. We're actually going to be launching a new program for junior female development. So we're looking at running a program to get girls involved who are aged between 10 and 16. So once they're out of the blast program, but they might be feeling a bit awkward actually still playing with the boys, so to speak. So we're hoping to get up a girls comp separate. Some of those girls will already be playing with the boys and that's fine. That's never going to be an issue because in all my time, even when my daughter was playing, she had no problems mm. playing with the boys. Yep. But as but they get older... As they get older, to, they yeah. sometimes... And sometimes the boys have more of an issue playing with the girls. Mm. Um, and it depends on... And so that can get a bit a bit argy-bargy there, so you don't like that. No. But if we can get this um, female program going and there'll be news about a new sponsor for that coming out soon as well... Um, Excellent. Yeah, so we've got a bit of a sponsorship deal going with that as well. So as I said, a lot, of, a lot of stuff's been happening off field. But yeah, and if we can grow that, well, you double the amount of people who can be playing. That's what we want to hear. When do you, where do you see cricket in the future? Like locally, like we've got our challenges. There's, there's I guess it's tougher than ever um, to get kids just to get involved in cricket, not only get involved in cricket, but stay in cricket. There's yeah. lots of um, outside factors. Um, there's lots of obstacles that, that, that we face as a sport. Um, what are the junior numbers like this year, just across the board? The, How do you see that? Junior, I haven't had a look. Yeah, but, the junior yeah. numbers are going all right. Um, and they've, we've got more juniors registered than seniors at the moment, um, and that's because they're used to registering themselves. So the junior numbers are ticking along. Will that There's, change when CD&E get involved? 
there's still probably end up being more juniors. Yeah, we okay. usually historically we have more yep. juniors actually playing. This year will be the first year we've got clear stats because my cricket in the past everyone just rolled over everyone. And so you had people who hadn't played for 10 years getting registered. So this year we'll actually have proper numbers as to who is actually playing. But, yeah, it has definitely changed from, like, when you think back in the day, you know, sport used to be just a Saturday morning deal and you played cricket in the summer Mm. and you played footy in the winter if you're a bloke. Um, Whereas now there's so many different sports going on. Our juniors... The junior committee, there was um, a fair bit of work around that and the kids are actually playing weekday, so there won't actually be juniors on on the Saturday. Um, But when you think back in the day, you know, you didn't have work. So more junior teams this year than last year? We've had an increase or is it similar? Similar numbers. Similar numbers, yeah. Okay. But we've got to work around what works best for the kids. So, and you were mentioning that Yaroa Juniors are now playing in the Seymour Comp, which makes total sense. Yeah, so they've taken their they've taken their under fourteens, yeah. just their under fourteens, um, because their under fourteens they had commitments during the week. Yep. So it might have been that they were playing basketball or they're doing some other sport or just getting in, in and out with school. So for them, their and club it, decided to move their under fourteens. At the end of the day, if the kids are playing cricket, it doesn't matter where. It doesn't absolutely. matter where. T Twenty Comp, just quickly, something that will be in the in the offing um, in the yeah, in the no, month to come. No doubt on Monday night we'll be yep. having a chat about that. Okay, so there'll be something uh, keep abreast of that listeners in the future weeks we'll have something for you coming out of the board meeting on Monday night regarding how that's going to shape up. If it's going to be a round robin, if it's going to be a knockout if, when we're going to have finals, if we'll have a competition at all. Yeah. We actually don't know. We so, don't know. So uh, we've got to work that out and that, that of course depends on the clubs, what they want to do, where they want to go with it. So yeah, all the teams that are listening in, please try to get your teams in on Thursday night. That rule's still in vogue. Yeah, that right. rule's still in vogue. We're being a bit gentler the first couple of... Play HQ. Yeah, yeah. we play HQ. So they're getting a bit of a play HQ pass. Yep. Uh, but once I've got my head around it, I reckon the rest of the club should have theirs around it too. That's the aim anyway. So we certainly hope going forward that teams... They're generally pretty good, the clubs, with regards to that. I think it's just the, the transition of the old system to the new system might have a few difficulties surrounding that. The state of the grounds, the wet weather committee, you've got four yeah. um, gentlemen involved in that. Steve we'll talk to soon. Uh, Porchy's another Porchy's one. Another Brandon. One. Brandon and, and Young Brooksy out at Nagambi. And Young Brooksy out at Nagambi. So they're your wet weather guys. And there was one game um, washed out today in A-grade. I'm pretty sure it's at Memorial Oval, Yeroa. Yeah, one's washed out there in A-grade. They're gone. Yep. Yeah. And we lost three out of B. And three out of B-grade as well. So we'll discuss those a little bit later as well. It's time to go to our first and only break. You are listening to the Apprenticeship Factory Cricket Shepherd and Show. Uh, a bit of a mouthful, but uh, certainly a big thank you to the Apprenticeship Factory for jumping on board in Season 23-24. We are going to look forward to that very much indeed. And we love your sponsorship because that's how all the cricketers get to do what they do on a Saturday afternoon. You are listening to the Cricket Shepparton Show on 1FM 98.5 and we'll be back right after the break. Station sponsors McNamara Real Estate are now servicing the entire Goulburn Valley area. Our proud local family-run business is pleased to offer you a comprehensive service that comes with decades of local real estate experience between our team and is the region's best value agency, offering the area's only all-inclusive cat price commission rates. That's right, cat price commission. So if you're considering selling your home, please contact McNamara Real Estate on 5831 6405. That's 5831 6405. Or visit us at McNamaraRealEstate.com. 
Some ATVs are simply made tougher than others, like the Segway Snarler. Yep, Snarler, all-muscle, government-approved. Available in short and long wheelbase and built for the toughest Australian conditions. Or there's the Segway Fugelman side-by-side. Powerful 1,000cc motor, huge performance and unrivaled safety. So, two great workmates, the choice is yours. Check out the Segway Snarler and Segway Fugelman at Shepparton Motorcycle and Power Equipment, Vanilla Road, Shepparton, or visit shepparton.mpe.com.au. LMCT 11819 1FM sponsor. Hi everyone, it's Big Cam Witzel. As you know, the team at Cardamone Real Estate are passionate about sport right across the Golden Valley and at CRE we support 30 local sporting and community clubs. If you're considering selling your home, leasing out your biggest asset or need friendly advice, talk to the team at CRE. Yes, that's Cardamone Real Estate. Call Pete, BC, Brad Campbell or myself, Big Cam Witzel on 5825 4200 for a free appraisal. In 2023, think of CRE and right across the GB area, you're in Cardamone country. 1FM sponsor. Super Saturday Sport with Mark Owens. Welcome back to the Super Saturday Sport Show. You're in the Cricket Hour, the Shepparton and Cricket Show with Paul Digger-Jacarico on your Saturday morning as I welcome Steve DeLitz uh, to uh, the conversation here at 1FM 98.5. Have I got you, Steve? Yes, you have. Be- beautiful. Yeah, Stevie, it's Digger here, mate, uh, in the studios of 1FM. Thanks so much for giving us five minutes of your time. We know you're a busy man, and uh, you're probably pumping out sausage rolls and pies at the moment, but uh, all good down at Brereton's Bakery. Stevie Delitz, you've got the new role as the director of senior cricket at Mate. How has the transition been for you personally from junior to senior? I asked Narelle before, but I guess you're best to give that, that answer for us. Um, I think it, it's probably been a reasonably smooth transition. It's um, not a lot different. Uh, sort of, we bought in a new system this year um, as well, which is probably more the problem than changing to seniors. Has the so you're saying the play HQ has been you know yeah. not not giving you nightmares, but certainly been one of your biggest challenges uh, thus far. Uh, it's given me a lot of phone calls in the last two days. Yeah. So when you, when you, we, you probably knew that that when the season was going to roll around, there was always going to be some uh, technical issues and some glitches and all sorts of things. But I guess it all starts at twelve thirty today, mate. You must be looking forward to it. I am. It's um, sort of rolled around pretty quickly. It just um, seems like yesterday we were playing footy, so uh, I'm involved at Wai Footy Club. So uh, our finals are over early, but yeah, it's sort of into cricket straight away. So in terms of your role as Director of Senior Cricket, um, let's push Play HQ to the side for a moment. Where do you see Senior Cricket this year? Like You, you, you must be stoked to get one and two day cricket back in. And I mean, I asked pretty much every club last year on the, uh, on the interviews and they were all looking forward to getting two day cricket back. So that must be good to see that we get a familiar season like we used to have three or four years ago before COVID. Yeah, no, it, it's really good to get um, some two-day cricket back and we've got a couple of new things coming in this year. Uh, we've got some day-night games organised. Um, probably the first time we've had a two-day um, day-night game. Uh, we're going to... Uh, that's between SYC and Central Park uh, in round six, I think. Where will that be played, Steve? Uh, at Deakin. So they're going to play it at Deakin with a pink ball. Uh, they're going to have a... Pink Stumps Day as well. So How good's that? Days, so. so what time would that game start? Um, I've got them rostered on at 3.30 at the moment. We've still got to um, work that out a little bit. But 
I personally think that's a, a wonderful initiative. Um, whoever organised that or made up that idea, whichever club did it, if both clubs got together and did that. But I think personally that's that that sort of stuff needs to happen in local cricket. You need to start jazzing up maybe a match of the round or uh, you know whatever it might be, some sort of themed game if you can. And uh, it's not like um, footy where we have a gate and you can you know increase numbers in terms of getting through the gate but you know a really good money spinner for the home team you know barbecues all those sorts of things the bar sales go up but i think something like that is you know kudos to those two clubs for getting that organized i really hope that that's a success for them yeah we've got a one-day game in round three i think as well between uh marutner and chef united uh and what i've done is rostered all of marutner's or four games at marutner that week, that day, so... So all at the one ground, all at the one facility? Yeah, so that allows all the Marupna people to come back and, and watch the game afterwards. And the only game that's not there is the Marupna uh, Shep United B-grade game, which is down at Princess Park, so they'll be able to come over and watch the second innings as well. So uh, that's sort of what it's all about, is to get as many people there watching as possible. I think your president might have a question for you here, Steve. So tune into this one. Yeah, I'm going to throw you under okay. the bus. Apart from what are you taking for Arvo T today? Because surely coming from a bakery, you got something good. But the umpires, how are they going? Um, umpires, uh, I think we've got enough numbers just. Uh, we can always do with some more. So anybody out there who actually likes watching cricket and wants to get paid 180 bucks to watch it um, from probably the best seat in the house, uh, we always would like some more umpires, and the one thing I like about umpiring is I'm the youngest one there, I think. So, oh well, there's uh, a challenge for anyone who's under the age of. Um, oh no, let's not say how old you'd be there, Steve. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we always welcome some more umpires, and if you don't feel real confident, you'll start off in C grade or something like that, and yeah. Those guys down there are just happy to have someone come and umpire for them. So you sort of answered my question, Steve, because I was going to ask, is, is there training for a new umpire that wants to join the ranks? Um, I suppose it's on the job training. So, yep. uh, and anyone who play, has played uh, lower grade cricket, you've umpired yourself anyway. So uh, that was one of my reasons I changed over. I used to open the batting. I wasn't very good at it in the end. Um, and then I ended up umpiring for the rest of the innings, so uh, it was sort of like I might as well go and um, get paid to do it. Don't underestimate yourself too much, uh, Steve. Not what I'm hearing, but if you are interested and you're listening in, and you wanted to be an umpire, who who should someone contact? Do you think? Uh, either myself or Brett Sharp. Um, he's head of umpires this year, but yeah, I'm, if you contact Narelle or myself, we'll certainly point you in the right direction. Uh, yeah, so, if yeah. you're wanting to umpire, contact anyone and someone will send you on the right path to get you out in the middle of the field. Yeah, no worries there at all. We certainly need them. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. It's always been an ongoing um, issue in local sport, I guess, and then in local cricket even more so. But that's good money, like $180 for a day. Um, so if you're looking for a bit of part-time cash, on the side cash, and you're not playing cricket and you feel as though you've got something to offer, absolutely get in touch with the uh, association and they and they will get you into the right areas regarding that. Uh, let's get stick with us, Steve. We're going to get uh, stuck into the games because we've got to get this done before 10 o'clock. 
Um, just quickly, well, firstly, Karamomas have the bye today, probably. So guaranteed um, not to lose this round. Guaranteed not to lose this <laughs> round, absolutely. Um, Yoroa Marupna, that one just uh, that got washed out at Memorial Oval. You got a call during the week regarding that one, Steve? Yeah, I got a call last night. Their pitch still hasn't dried out, so uh, they were very keen to get it on. Um, they can get the roller out in the ground, which is what a couple of other grounds have had trouble with, but yeah, they couldn't. They couldn't, couldn't do that, so therefore unprepared wicket means that both those clubs will share the points. Is that how it's going to work? Uh, yep. Yep. Okay, stick with us. Old students take on Wayai at Kyala. I'll get down and watch this one this afternoon. All games are starting at 12.30 this afternoon. I must say a big thank you to the Wayai Cricket Club for reversing this fixture. I think it was initially set out as a Wayai home game, but... Um, Seeing that that oval now is, is fairly deep underwater, it's probably not a bad thing. And a bit of luck there has sort of swung it that Koala's ground is... Uh, I was there last night. Um, it's in perfect condition in terms of the outfield. The pitch uh, is pretty good. I'd reckon if you win the toss today, you'd probably want to bowl. Uh, old students have got a couple of recruits, and I see way I've got a couple of recruits from South Africa as well. So they've been pretty strong last year, and the season's gone by way since they're... Introduction into Cricket Shepparton. Um, I'm going to obviously tip old students. Uh, what do you think, Steve and Narelle? Don't ask um, me for a tip. I, <laughs> I, I, I think, really, I think Wayo is probably going to be a bit strong, but um, old students have got a couple of kids there, and kids sort of don't know that they're not up to the standard or whatever. So, yeah, a couple of those kids, um, like Sam O'Brien and um, Oscar, like if they get going, yeah, they might put a target there that might be beyond way. I, I just got an SMS through from uh, from Gino saying thanks to him for getting the roller out and getting the pitch organised, Steve. So we we must pay kudos yeah. to the great man down at Koala, also known as the Kappa Arena, because uh, without him <laughs> and his due diligence, uh, he practically lives there. Um, his wife says he's got a mattress in the shed and he has a, has a bit of a snooze there and gets the roller out, but... Yeah, magnificent job to Gino and the boys uh, down at Old Students. It's it's looking really good, so we'll see how that game goes. Shep United uh, take on your Merker at Princess Park this afternoon. As I said in the intro, it's great to have cricket back at Princess Park. Just your thoughts on that. Your Merker will be pretty strong. I actually think Shep United um, will be right amongst this. They've got some good recruits as well. This will be a really good game. It'll be interesting tussle to see who gets up. I'll pick your Merker just purely on... The last season's few, um, last few seasons form. What are your thoughts here, Steve? Yeah, I, I think New America as well. Um, Matty Klein and Flipper Gladhill aren't in, but yeah, I think they're probably still too strong with their recruits. SYC for the win there. Yeah, Statsman, what about you? Your thoughts? I, I, I've, if I based uh, it around last season, I'd say New America, but like you said, the Shepparton Youth Club, I think, recruited nicely. And do you think uh, Way I will get the job done? Well, I think Way I based on last season, but yeah. I think that'll be. Close that particular game. Yeah, we'll see how uh, those games certainly progress throughout the first few rounds of the season, that's for sure, because uh, sides are just getting numbers. There's lots of unavailabilities as well, so see how that uh, progresses. Kyabram take on Nagambi. This should be a good game. Nagambi um, fell just short of the finals last year. Kai were really strong, and they took out the T20 title as well. Kai Rec Reserve is the place where it'll be, 12.30. I'm thinking Kyabram at home. Uh, what are you thinking, Steve? Yeah, I'm thinking the same. It's um, probably got a little bit worse than a gammy. There's two mules there, not just one now. So, yeah, um, there's yeah. a couple there to really uh, scare the opposition bowlers. That's for sure. Uh, Narelle, your thoughts? Oh, 
I'll go with Kai because I went to high school there. Okay, beautiful. Statsy? <laughs> yeah, I spent 10 years at the footy club, so I'll go for Kai as well. Okay, so we're going down a trip down memory lane to get Kai the, the, the chocolates to Savo. Tatura, uh, take on Katandra at Howley Oval at 12.30. Gee, Katandra's side looks uh, fairly similar to last year's premiership side, plus a couple of nice little inclusions as well. Benny Pedretti comes across from Northerners, uh, which will hurt them. Uh, no doubt, but you'd think Katandra will be way too strong at tat. Steve? Yeah, I'm, I'm that way. I, I think, um, yeah, Katandra pretty easy in that one. Yeah, Tat have got a couple of real youngsters who are coming through and starting. they've got um, their first games this weekend. So it would be great for them to have a good game personally. Yeah. But I don't think that Tat's going to get the chocolate. I fear for Tat slightly, Steve, would I be wrong? Because their B grade's forfeited today and yeah. they, don't, they don't have a D grade playing today. So oh, I, think yeah. had a lot, I think there might be just a fair few away this weekend. Yeah, is the stars yeah. not aligning for them the in terms of unavailabilities? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Northerners take on Central Park at uh, Tally. Northerners have been hit. They've got a few. Um, they've lost a few players. They've still got Mitchie Brett there and and so, and big uh, Twiggy side bottom. So they'll still be fairly competitive. But Central Park, um, for me, would be too strong in that one with Ethan Baxter back in the team. Very very good cricketer indeed. Uh, your thoughts there quickly, Steve? Yeah, the uh, Northerners are my old club, but um, yeah, I think Central Park should be too strong there. I'd like to see Stewie William Stewie Turner get a win there, but ex Caraboy, ex Caraboy, um, half of their sides ex Caraboys, but I don't think they're going to. Stats man, yeah, Central Park for me. All right, just to round out my ladder prediction in about five seconds, I've got Contandra finishing top, Kyabram at two, Central Park three, Marupna four, Way I five, and I've I've thrown Nagambi in at six, but that that fifth and sixth spot, or in particular the sixth spot could go to a whole host of clubs. So interesting to see how that uh, pans out. Thanks so much for everyone's uh, listenership over the past 45 minutes. We've enjoyed your company. Thanks to you, Narelle, for being here on the very first show and good luck with your role. Thanks again, Statsman. You do an awesome job on a Saturday morning, mate. Good luck with the rest of the show and we'll see you all next uh, Saturday morning from quarter past nine. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter and tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.